1: That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
0: Hi, welcome to episode 90 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker, and I'm getting ready to leave for London. I'm so excited. Our trip is finally here. But before we go, I want to let you guys know my guest this week is Jill Simonian. She is an author, she is a parenting lifestyle expert, and more importantly, she is my friend. And she's going to talk to us today about her brand new book. Can't wait for you guys to check that out. So before we begin, I want to tell you more about Up For Probiotics. So here's the deal, you guys. I am not the picture of health. People don't look at me and go, gosh, I want to look like Heather Brooker. Um, And that's okay. But I do put an emphasis on health, especially when it comes to creating a healthy inside. And that's exactly what Up For Probiotics does. If you've ever wanted to improve your gut health, your digestive system, your immune system, then you definitely want to check out Up For. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com, click on the Up For Probiotics image, and that will take you to their website where you can find out more all about the Up For Probiotics products. Up for probiotics helping you create a happier inside since 1979. Hello, on, Mama! Grab your
1: popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather!
0: Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 90 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm so excited today. My friend Jill Simonian is on the show and she's going to be talking about her new book, The Fab Mom's Guide, How to Get Over the Bump and Bounce Back Fast After Baby. And we're going to talk about a little misconception about what bouncing back uh, really is. Some of you who have just given birth or maybe about to give birth, you want to pay close attention to this episode because sometimes bouncing back isn't always uh, what we see with our celebrity moms uh, on TV and in films and stuff like that. There's a different, there's different levels to bouncing back. And Jill's going to talk about that in just a few minutes, but I just want to say hi. Hi, friends. How are you? Um, I'm excited because we're leaving in a couple of days to go to London. And I'm not excited on one hand because I still have this horrible bug, this um, coughing, whatever. My doctor, I went to the doctor this week because I was like, I will not be sick in London. And um, he he seemed to think it's just allergies. A change in the weather out here. It finally stopped raining. The winds are picking up and the sun is out again. So that means uh, anybody with allergies. But I've never had allergies before. So I don't know if that's what it is or just a cold either way it sucks balls and I don't want to be sick on the plane so I'm like freebasing vitamin C and taking Sudafed and everything I can think of to try to get better before we go but Regardless, I'm very excited. I think Channing's getting excited too because we've got our luggage out. Um, We've got some American Tourister bags. They have the cutest bag that has like a Minnie Mouse on it and it looks like it's autographed by Minnie Mouse and she is, is obsessed with it. She's trying to get in it. And, um, I'm like, no, no, you can't travel like that. You have to sit in the plane with mommy and daddy. Um, but anyway, so we're going to start packing probably in the next, uh, well probably tomorrow cause we leave very soon. And I just, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of things there are to do. It's like you're going to, you know, a a city with so much history and so many landmarks and things to do. And, you know, and that's just within the city of London. Like we could spend a couple of weeks just in London alone, not to even mention like all of the things there are to do outside of London in the UK and in Scotland and Ireland. And, you know, I'd love to hop over to Paris for the day. And, you know, it's just, uh, I told Chris, I said, it's just so overwhelming. We have to plan another trip to come back as soon as we have, as soon as we are not hashtag poverty. Um, but anyway, regardless, I'm excited. We're going to visit the tower of London next Thursday. I'm going to be doing my Facebook live. If you guys follow me on Facebook, I'm going to do my Facebook live and giveaway from the tower of London. That's what I'm hoping. Anyway, that's the day we're planning to go to the tower of London. So I thought what a cool, um, day to do that. Um if you don't follow me on Facebook, um WTF, do it now. Motherhood in Hollywood is the name to search. Also on Instagram, I'm going to be doing a ton of Insta stories. We'll be doing I'll be posting a lot of fun pictures of our adventures over there. If you want to see me bragging about all of the things we're doing, and you're not, um, take a minute and follow me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as on Twitter at Heather Brooker or MIH Podcast. And yeah, that's about it, you guys. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep the mommy monologue short this week. Oh, I want to do a couple mentions really quick on Twitter to new followers. Hi, at Comedy Flow. Thanks for following me. Edgy Headshots by Ken W. and uh, Ovi from Nugget. Thank you so much for following me at MIH Podcast and also uh, Heather Brooker. Hey, entertainment tonight. Thanks for following me. I am a big deal. Appreciate you. Um, also, I want to say hello to um, Helen B. Greener, H.B. Greener. Thanks for following me. And Felicia, Felicia Gates and Jordan Brady. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to follow me uh, on Twitter and uh, keep keep interacting with me, you guys. I appreciate it. I'm so glad to know you're out there and you're enjoying my show because I'm enjoying bringing it to you. Aww. We just had a moment. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off here and uh, start cleaning my house and packing to get ready to go to London Town. All right, here's my interview with author and parenting lifestyle expert Jill Simonian. So, you guys, this is quite a treat for me. Because I have one of my great friends here on the show today. Jill Simonian is here. Hi. Woo woo. Hi. (laughs) Hi. You just got really excited. Is that dorky to go? (laughs) Woo. woo. I'm so excited. I feel that way about my podcast too. I do. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: And you're here today for multiple reasons. One, just because I wanted to make sure we had some scheduled time to chat and catch up, because I feel like every time I see you out and about, We're running around doing stuff at events or kids' birthday parties or whatever.
1: Hi, can you take a picture of me? Okay, great, thanks. Okay, post it, tag me. me? I'm going to hold up this like
0: baby diapers uh, (laughs) as opposed to adult diapers, sorry. Um, But I definitely, the main reason why you're here today is to talk about your new book. Yes. And I'm going to read this title. Ready? Get ready. The Fab Mom's Guide, How to Get Over the Bump and Bounce Back fast after baby
1: that was so good right yes thank you this said by a professional said
0: by a real pro who had to read it word for word (laughs) thank you Um, I'm excited to talk about this book because I don't know if you remember you were on my show a year and a half ago one of my first guests actually like within the first few months of me doing my podcast and you talked about the book in its very, like, infancy stages. And you Mm -hmm. were so nervous because you were afraid that you had talked about it too much and that, you know, you... um Maybe we're like spreading the word and and like prematurely. And now it's here. (laughs) And
1: you did. And you did. But now it's here and you've written it. Like how exciting
0: for you. Thank
1: you. I am super excited. And I totally remember that. And I feel like it was yesterday being here with the same microphones and Mm -hmm. looking at you. And we didn't really know each other that well back then. Right, right. But I remember at the end of that particular podcast, I did say, oh, and I'm in the... Pro- I think I was still pitching the proposal. I think you proposal. were pitching it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten a couple like, I call them light frivolous bites from publishers <laughs> that were, hey, we're interested, kind of but nothing had really like right. come to fruition or there wasn't an offer. And I had said something to you and then I thought, yeah, if you say it out loud, that means it'll happen. And then I went home and I thought, what did I just do? And I remember I emailed yeah, you, you and I said I don't know if we should include that. What did I say? What did, and you said it's totally, it's totally fine. fine.
0: You didn't give away. I think I think people think that they maybe reveal more than they really do. I'm yes. not Oprah.
1: I'm not. But, but
0: I'm you not, are. You're I am my Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> I'm Barbara Walters. Um, no, like it really wasn't that bad. It was actually a lovely little tease yes. to like the future. And you know what? And you did say it out loud.
1: And then it happened. And then it happened. I not feel like too long I should after. take
0: credit for.
1: I know. May- for all of I'll it. G-
0: <laughs> <laughs> for this happening.
1: Should I send you residual checks Please in the mail? Do. That would be amazing. You know those residual checks that you get, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. that are sometimes like five cents? Like and I'll- you're like, why did they cut a check for this? It, it might be comparable to that. Yes. It might be ten cents, Heather.
0: <laughs> I got one for seven cents the other day for um, a show I did years ago, Monk. Yeah. I got one for seven cents the other day and I was like, woohoo, I still deposited it because seven cents is seven cents. That's a lot of money. Of
1: course it is. Um,
0: Well, I am very excited. I remember when you were writing it, you were like not returning texts or Mm -hmm. calls. You were knee deep in your book, which is incredible to me because I can barely write a blog post. Like It takes me days. That's you and me both. And I'll (laughs) tell you,
1: (laughs) I'll tell you something. I ended up. Getting the, I feel so, like, Hollywoody weird saying, like, the publishing deal. You know. Don't but you I, dare. And, but There's I so I many people. I feel Hollywood yeah. weird, but this is motherhood in Hollywood. So, there hey, you we're go. Right. It. Um, I got the publishing deal mm-hmm. the same within, I think it was a week or two after I started... Working at my uh, TV job that I've had for the past year yes. now at the local CBS And we should talk about that too. That's we'll another, about, yeah, we'll that's another
0: that. thing that's changed in your world. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I got that and then the contract said, okay, you have, I think it was at that time, five months to write this book. And I panicked because when you start a brand new job, your focus is to do the brand new job. And then I had to write this book that was going to be very important and right. permanent. Right. And that I didn't want to jack up in any way. Right. So I wrote it in about six months. And um, it's interesting because the book, you know, it says how to get over the bump and bounce back fast after baby. The first thing everyone thinks about is you think, oh, it's, you know, getting your body back after baby. And the book is so not about that. There's so it's little not bits not and about, pieces it's about It's not body, just about fitness because I, not about I fitness.
0: initially thought that too, but then I looked at it a little bit the other night when we were at the biggest baby shower or whatever, and I can see that it's not just about
1: – your physical bouncing back—it's not right. There's little parts and bits yeah, about yeah. Um, exercising during pregnancy and why it's great, and it's—it's it's not you know not only for the you know vanity purpose of it or whatever, but for the health purpose. And um, mm-hmm. but the majority of the book is about getting over getting over that um, symbolic bump of first-time motherhood, right. where you're a mom for the first time. What the heck is happening? You have all these different lifestyle changes Mm -hmm. where you're maybe trying to reconcile who you were, who you are, what to do with this baby, Mm -hmm. why you can't get it to stop crying. All of those day-to-day mental and emotional challenges. This book, I share stories that address that and hopefully motivate uh, women to think about different things in different ways during that hard first year Mm -hmm. that will help get them through. Now tell me, you we, and we talked about this
0: a little before you were an entertainment red carpet host yes. reporter for many years um and then became a mom mm-hmm. suddenly <laughs> suddenly yeah and things changed for you was that essentially the inspiration for you writing this was trying to figure out okay, this is what I did before. What can I do now?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, and I tell the story in the book about how I dropped all these horrible (laughs) F-bombs when I told my husband that we were going to have a baby for the first time. And it's one of, I was such an idiot. Like I know now that I was a total idiot. I just was too dumb to see it at the time. Sure. But I was so scared to become a mom because I had heard so, and we all have, Mm -hmm. you know, we, You hear story before you have a baby. You hear all these stories from friends. You're never gonna be the same. Never gonna be your life will never be the same. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Forget about doing X Y Z. You'll never go out again. You'll You'll never
0: uh, go to the movies again, and all that. And
1: even with career stuff, like Mm -hmm. you know, you're an actor. I was a host. Like it's like you think. Wait a second. Was that? my career and like now it's not anymore it's right like, you know it's like you work so hard to it's do that, a but- real mind f especially yeah.
0: in this industry because and this is also something i talk a lot about in motherhood in hollywood because you can still have a life and a career in this business after you have children right. lots of people do it and there's such a big stigma um, for women to not have kids. Men don't have to deal with that at right. all. Men are never like, oh, no one ever tells a guy, <laughs> oh, you'll never work again, Chris Pratt, yeah. because you have a boy. <laughs> like, you have a baby. Like, how ridiculous. Yeah. But for some reason, women think, I, I can't start my family or they drop a bunch of F-bombs yes. thinking, what am I going to do? In a panic.
1: What am um, I going to do? So, and what did you find? So, so I figured yeah. my big plan at that time and this baby that I'm talking about, oh my gosh, I love her, love her, love her. She's Never. six and a half now. Oh. The older one because this was the first time that, mm-hmm. I, you know, I talk about the fa- first time be- becoming pregnant in this book. But I, uh, I thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is my big plan. I am just going to like within three months, I'm going to bounce back <laughs> and I am going to like get out there and I'm going to audition again. And people are going to say, oh my gosh, no way. Did you just have a bit like I right. had all these well, diluted. Because like, isn't crazy- that also what you see though, when
0: you see like us magazine and people magazine mm-hmm. and all of these big media outlets who are like, look at, you know, Know um, Chrissy Teigen, she yes. just had a baby nine weeks ago and is already out on a date night with her husband, right, or right. whatever. Or I think it was like two weeks that she went out. It was
1: like two or it was three like weeks two weeks, after. and she looks amazing.
0: Yeah, that is not
1: realistic. That's Not real. And yeah. I, think, I love the way you say Chrissy Teigen. I talk about her in the book too, but I uh, I think that she's one of the ones that. Keeps it very frank online yeah, and just uh-huh. sort of says, all right, here's the real deal. And she has been the first one to say, okay, first of all, that was airbrushed. That's not how I look. Mm-hmm. Here's my real stretch marks on my inner thighs. Like, Right. That's. So she keeps it real, but I think slowly with celebrities like her – we are now becoming, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word educated, mm-hmm. but we're becoming uh, enlightened Enlightened mm-hmm. that that what we see as mm-hmm. like first time Hollywood brand new moms is not real. And it yeah. is airbrushed and it's, you know, certain things are written online and, it, you know, t- so that we click on it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so
0: Look how amazing so-and-so looks just yeah. on the red
1: carpet. Like I
0: distinctly remember one example in Heidi Klum. Um Heidi Klum has had like four kids maybe three, mm-hmm. three or four. Four, kids. She's four. Yeah. She's gorgeous no matter I mean like just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I remember um after one of her kids she was then back on the runway for a Victoria's Secret show. Yes. And everyone's like look at this she just had a baby a few months ago and I was like oh my god that's insane. Yes. But what they don't tell you is about all of the other things happening that she has a nanny, she's a personal chef, mm-hmm. she probably works out 5 hours uh, Excuse yeah. me, 5 hours a day and that sort of thing. It is
1: her job and it she makes a gazillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I point out, it especially in the book is we seem to Okay, never mind that. Okay, she just had the baby then she was back on the runway a few right. months later. But we seem to conveniently forget that what she looked like before baby, mm-hmm. she was like that before baby. Yes, and one of the my biggest things that I talk about, and you know, I, again, the book is not a body fitness right. look your right. hottest book, but there is a section in there um, that you know I, I'm very upfront and honest when I say, returning to what how you were. Your body, whether you were 100 pounds or 200 pounds before pregnancy, it is absolutely possible to return to your own body months after baby. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not saying two months, three months, but you know, it is possible. So Heidi Klum looked that way before. I mean, that's her, she did, it's her body, yeah. and, And you know, whatever your body is, it's absolutely doable. But when we see her looking like that automatically we think oh my gosh I'll never look like that uh-huh. well hello we never looked like that before, before. right exactly <laughs> it's about I think it's about
0: having realistic expectations yes and, and mentally and physically and I think that um you have of all of my friends you have such a good handle on that Thanks. And like on, on being realistic, you're so very grounded. Thank you. And um, my husband says I'm negative sometimes. Oh well, he's not here. I call it so. grounded. Yeah, yeah, but grounded. Anyway. No, you're very realistic, and I think Thanks. that's why I like you so much. Is you're very realistic and you're very um, self aware. There's a lack of that, a lot of that in LA, especially. <laughs> um, and I know we've been talking a lot about like Hollywood moms and celebrities and stuff like that. But I really feel like your book addresses and is good for. Anybody. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be in Hollywood to be able to relate to wanting to bounce back after having your baby.
1: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree.
0: (laughs) I totally agree. I think that, you know, um, whether you're in the business sector or whether you, you know, whatever you might do for your career, Mm -hmm. it's still a mind F whenever you have a kid, because you're like constantly responsible for another human's life. And, it um is exhausting
1: it's stressful it's all of those things so well it's trying to also even if you're a stay-at-home mom yeah uh the stay i think the stay-at-home moms are equally challenged in different ways because yeah. you suddenly find yourself with this New set of priorities mm-hmm. and you're at home and you're in this bubble and you feel like you your social life is very different and your day-to-day is different. And I think especially, <clears throat> so like my, I mean, like I said, my big plan before was, oh, I'm going to bounce back so I can get back to working. Well, it didn't work out. I could not find another job. At the end of my pregnancy, through did you, the first year of motherhood. Did you so, blame your pregnancy at all? Did you feel I, guilt a little d- bit? No, I don't think I felt guilt. I think it was just a circumstance of, at the time, I just couldn't find another <laughs> job. Just- All
0: right. We're going to get back to the interview with Jill in just a minute, but I want to talk to you guys quickly about up 4 probiotics. If you've ever been curious about trying a probiotic or maybe you're an avid probiotic user, check out up 4 they have a variety of formulas, everything from senior citizens to women's formula and adult. They also have a heart health formula and a kid's formula. Channing uses the kids cube and they've made such a difference in her digestive health. Probiotics are healthy gut bacteria. They support your digestive system, your immune system. There's even special formulations for your heart. And who doesn't want a little extra healthy heart? Huh? Right here. Go right now, you guys, to motherhoodinhollywood.com so you can click on the up 4 probiotics image. That will take you to their website, and you can find out more about Upforce products and how getting healthy gut bacteria can help you create a happier inside
1: and so that like for me i realized okay if i am going to be staying at home which i had not done ever in my life before i needed to create this little lifestyle system for myself where Mm -hmm. every day i had uh you know, f- a few goals to accomplish mm-hmm. with the baby in the house. And when I say goals, I mean like making sure my bed was fixed before my husband came home. Like <gasps> I that, do that too. Okay? Do you do that? Yes, I did that. And that what? I'm telling you, I mean, you, we've, you've we heard the magic <clears throat> of bed making. What it does it. for your day.
0: All I know is what I do. And I've always said this for, and I think I probably heard it from my mom. Um, my mantra is, Even if I accomplish nothing else in the day, at least I've made my bed. Yes. And And at least it's ready for me to come back to it. (laughs) Yes.
1: I know that sounds so nerdy, but... No, it's not. But for me, that was the start Mm -hmm. of... Feeling happier and more fulfilled. Yeah. Being at home with this whole, with this lifestyle change and confusion of being a brand new mom. Mm-hmm. And there were, I mean, in fact, I, I, I talk about it in, in one of the chapters. I can't remember. But it was like fa- one of my sections is called Fast Fixes for Feeling Accomplished. Or I don't even know. I love it's, your it's alliterations. The, the table of contents, I love but, your alliterations. But there, is, um, there was a very, very, very famous speech uh, about. The uh, effects of making your bed and how it will uplift your day no matter what. I totally agree with and that. And it applies to new motherhood. <laughs> it really does. It sounds like it's something
0: like, what? Why would I do that? Why would, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you can't even like get up off the couch or, you right. know, why would I make my bed? But there is something very cathartic about it. Like, ah, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I made my bed. Now it's ready for me when I get in bed and everything in your it, when my bed isn't made, then my bedroom feels like a mess. And then it just sort of compiles onto everything mm-hmm. else. Everything sort of feels chaotic. And I'm like, if I've done nothing else today, at least I've made my bed. Yes. I know that's not. People are going to be like, hello, OCD. No, no I
1: know. Please. <laughs> but I'm, it but I'm really not. I Try just Try it. Like it yeah. Try it for a week. We challenge you.
0: <laughs> so what are, um, what are some of your favorite tips then? Just a couple off the top of your head in your book that people will go, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Like if you're talking two new moms, they've already yes. had their baby.
1: Okay. So the first thing is make your bed. Make your bed. Make your bed. <laughs> the second thing is something that I am a little nervous to have all sorts of friends and colleagues and mother the motherhood community come after me for, but Uh-oh. I stand behind it. Uh-oh. Listen up. Shave Listen your legs. up. No. Listen up. What is it? If you are, do not genuinely want to breastfeed if you are trying to breastfeed and it is not working, if you are breastfeeding and your baby is miserable and you are miserable and it is a horrible ordeal every single day, just stop. Yay. It, honestly, I shut I totally down agree the with milk you. factory. If that's what yeah. you need to do yeah. to make your to baby survive. and yourself happier and yeah. more content. Yeah. It's not bad. Formula is not poisonous. No, and breast milk is best. Yes, I f- say that in the book. I say that day. It's you know you cannot compare. You cannot compare it to anything. But if it is something that is bringing everything down, mm-hmm.
0: your experience. Why? Why? I do think, that to yourself. I think here in LA, more so than other parts of the country, and maybe in, in New York as well, there is a shame associated with not being able to breastfeed. And so women here put themselves under a tremendous amount of pressure to do that. Um, I I don't understand it either. I know it was very encouraged in my mommy and me class or whatever, but I struggled with it a lot for months. And I remember very teary eyed, um, breakdowns on yeah. the couch and my husband just going, just stop, just give her a bottle. And we did, we ended up supplementing with formula cause I didn't want my baby to starve.
1: Yeah. And
0: I, but I still wanted to breastfeed. So we did both mm-hmm. until eventually when she was about two and a half months old, we got it. We had a rhythm, we were good to go. It wasn't as painful. And I was like, okay. And ultimately her mouth needed to grow into, you know, like, her mouth is small. Your mm-hmm. nipple is... You know, my yeah, nipples are yeah. not huge. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I was about to say, my yeah, nipples are yeah, giant. <laughs> I realized what that was about to sound like. But, but like, they're, the anatomy needed to line up. Yeah. Like, she needed to figure it out. I need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> but in the meantime, I wasn't going to let her starve. Like, I wanted yeah, to feed can't. her. Yeah, you can't. It's so much pressure. So
1: much it pressure. It is. And there are a lot, so lot of resources. so glad you said that. Yeah, and I mean, more and more, there are, I mean... You know, uh, you know how many pe- you know how many people we run into yes. at these motherhood and pregnancy events. events yeah. Our good friends are huge nursing advocates, and their mm-hmm. doulas and their midwives, and they're these wonderful people who really do have great tricks to yes. help new mothers. But my big thing is, okay, if you've tried the tricks, if you really want to do something, if you yes, yeah. do it. If you've tried the experts, if you've gotten the help, if you've you know educated yourself, oh, maybe I should try it this way. And those five new ways that you're trying are still not working. Don't beat yourself up and don't torture yourself. Yes, let it go, yeah. like Elsa says, Elsa.
0: let it go. And it's you are not a bad mom. No, you have not failed in any way. No. That's my big thing. Is like I have you know mom friends who are like they won't leave the house cause they can only breastfeed and their baby will, you know, only take a nipple and mm. la, 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 and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's okay. Like you can give her a bottle. And mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. So make your bed. <laughs> Don't stress <laughs> about breastfeeding and, or bottle feeding. And then what else should oh, we know? What
1: else, <clears throat> what else should we do for new moms? You got, here's what, uh, Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of the most fun one in the book and I'm going through each chapter. Um, you know what you need to do for new mom? What was the question again? Biggest to do's? Like a couple like tips yes. for new moms. So stock up your entire house with all the supplies you would need to not leave for 30 days. That seems crazy. But I'm talking frozen foods. Yes. I'm talking paper, paper towels, plates. toilet paper. Yes. Um, All of the things that you just need, uh, you know, your makeup. Mm -hmm. Make sure before the baby comes, stock everything. The non-perishables, pasta, rice, everything, you know. Make sure that you are stocked for 30 days because even if you do want to leave the house, like after a week or two weeks or whatever... Mm you know that you won't have the pressure to have to do it. Yes. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You might have a baby that's really, really colicky. You might have a husband that is not a big fan of going to the grocery store and cooking like mine was. And therefore all the meals and responsibility for what everyone's going to eat is on you. Mm -hmm. And as the new mother, you don't want that on you. Yeah, Yeah. For dinner, you know, but make sure that you get yourself, stocked Stocked. you
0: could also look into um like meal delivery services yes like i know we're both good friends with Catherine mccord who has the one potato box Mm -hmm. i wish i had known about that or it existed i don't think it existed when chan um was born it didn't it's brand new yeah it's new um but like something like that my friends were gracious enough to bring us food which was really nice Mm -hmm. and um Amazon Prime wasn't really a thing then either, like it is now. Now it's easy. Now it's easy. So now I'm like, I totally agree with that because you're not really going to want to leave. You're not going to feel up for it. Like there are some women who just, you know, give birth and bounce right out the door and everything's great and good for them. But I was not one of those. I remember it took me a couple weeks to leave the house,
1: and it I did. Was me too. It took me thirty terrified. days. I was like, <laughs> t- after the first baby, it took me thirty days to take her like on a stroller yeah. ride. We went to the doctor's appointments sure, and everything, sure. but the stroller to, like, go ride, go out and and about. Everything, thirty days. How
0: is it different with number two?
1: Number two, you're like, oh yeah, been there, done that, piece of cake. I left the house. I think mm-hmm. after two two weeks, I went to an event, <laughs> and, mm. at a store. After after my second daughter was born, Mm -hmm. yeah. But the second baby, it's the second baby. You have everything down. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. I know. I've seen that with the moms who are like, number two, we got whatever.
1: Um. I well, I want to talk also
0: too about what you're doing on CBS. Oh sure, because uh, I know you were like, oh, I can't find a job, you know, whatever. <laughs> and um, now you have this amazing segments that you do for the local CBS station here in Los Angeles. Um, if you guys haven't seen them, you can go to Jill's Facebook page.
1: <clears throat> Excuse
0: me, guys, <clears throat> Jill's Facebook page, and also the CBS Facebook page. Right, right. There's a couple. What yes. Is it?
1: There's, yes, the segments are... On the news on TV mm-hmm. every Wednesday night and then every Friday morning. But we also the the station live streams, so anyone around the country can watch. Can watch Yay. it on the interweb. Yes, on the uh, yes on the interweb. But then we also started doing these um, Facebook chats, which you were on mm-hmm. one time. I we were was. talking about entitled kids and that was so much fun. I got a lot of so like fun. messages about that
0: too. People were like, "Yes, I love this. So, it was fun. Yeah. yeah,
1: but it's all the all the talks are. Addressing parenting trends, hot topics, issues that parents of all different stages are maybe going through. Today we're gonna be talking about if you're what to do and what not to do, how you know, mm-hmm. as a parent, if you're waiting for admissions letters from schools, sure. and if you get a wait list or if you get a negative admission letter or oh I gosh. should say rejection letter, how to really uh, h- how to act and how t- how to act in a way that is not going to screw your kids up. Don't if, like by getting that rejection letter. Don't yeah. firebomb so the it's, school. <laughs> exactly. So it's like discussions like that. Yeah. Um. These and we offer tips. No. See now I'm clearing my throat. Oh no! Sorry. It's your contagious. allergies are coming to it's me. It's contagious. I have the Claritin <laughs> if you need it.
0: I have the Claritin.
1: But we address all mm. sorts of family lifestyle topics and hopefully offer solutions and quick tips to Yeah. Give people a little bit of guidance here and there
0: now have you found like I have after becoming a mom that your goals and your strengths and some of the things that you want to do are different now are Mm -hmm. changed a little bit than from what they were before career or otherwise
1: yes certain things that I was obsessed with before kids I now think are so stupid yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I genuinely don't want to have anything to do with them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not to say I don't enjoy them, but I enjoy them in a way where I can watch like certain television shows. And I mean, I still love my real housewives of Beverly Hills. Hello. Oh my God. <laughs> but certain, certain shows and certain things that I used to say, Oh my gosh, I just, I, I just, I'm obsessed with it. Now I look at, it and I say, yeah, that's really not making a difference in a positive way. And you mm-hmm. look at different things like, okay. You know, yeah. what does this say to my daughter? What does mm-hmm. this say if my girls see those girls acting like that? Right. You right. know. Yeah. So you
0: don't watch the Kardashians anymore? Is that what you're you saying?
1: You know, <laughs> I don't. I. Uh, this is hard for me to say. I used to watch them. I have the the me too. The quintessential love hate relationship with yep. what they do and how they are. I'm like, I mean, they're, they're horrible. And let let me they're me like watch they're fabulous. They're yeah. Yes. Like all these things. But now I have not watched the past few years because I just sort of think, they mm. are
0: not great role models for sure. Yeah. Unless you're into like, you know, that it's sort of different. P- very privileged yeah. lifestyle. I don't watch them anymore just because we've recently cut the cord and uh, kind of gone off the, uh, off the grid, almost said off the rails.
1: too,
0: We got off the grid a little bit um, and we just have internet now and Netflix and all that. So we kind of cut with our cable and, um, because we were spending so much money each yeah. month on our cable bill. And I was like, we literally watch PBS and like Disney and Nickelodeon. Like mm-hmm. what the hell? Um, and it's made a world of difference. And I also do not sit there mindlessly for hours in the afternoon. Watching you the Kardashians. You I totally miss botched. I missed a few of the shows, but I just don't oh, do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I watch that cause I'm like, this is so crazy. Um, but yeah, I finally, I'm like, I'm so much more productive and mm-hmm. you know, um, it's made a big difference. But I agree. I start to look at things differently in terms of what we watch and what's around. And what and- you spend your time on. Yes. And
1: I'll say this to you because you also, you work in the news business as mm-hmm. well. And the biggest rule with, like when I was first starting out, I remember a news director told me one time, the, your most precious commodity in news is time. Because you always have to make the time. It Mm -hmm. has to be the most information in the smallest amount of time. And now as a mom, that's how I think. Not to like, you know, industrialize my daughters. But I think, what is my time value? Yes. That's how I think. And that's how I approach. Like, what do I need to spend time on? What deserves time? My kids, my family, husband. Mm -hmm. What does not warrant me spending time on? And that's how I sort of compartmentalize yeah lines. no you have to
0: it's pri- it's prioritizing mm-hmm. and in yeah in news we do have to do that too it's because sometimes we'll get like 20 seconds to write a whole story and I'm like you want me to break down the president's new healthcare care reform in 20, bill seconds. In 20 <laughs> seconds okay <laughs> yes. and I have to find a way to do that um so and I I sort of live that way too and this is so nerdy but like I will find a way to shorten my trips to from one end of the house to the other. And I'm like, okay, yes. if I carry all of these things, I can stop by the playroom, Channing's room in my yes. office on the way to my bedroom.
1: Because if you what mind, is you, this is another thing <laughs> in the book, the Fab Moms Guide. If you mind the minutes, the hours take care of themselves. Oh, I love that. If, uh-huh. If you can save a minute here, two minutes here, 30 seconds there. Yeah. You might end up with, a half hour of time to yourself that you can use. (laughs)
0: I love that. No, I literally will do that. I will, I will plot out like, okay, if I go here, I go here. Or like, especially Mm -hmm. in LA, you map out your route to run errands. Like, okay, I can't go to Burbank first. I got to go here. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I love that. And I think everything, knowing you as well as I do and knowing what we've talked about with this book, I think that it's going to be so beneficial for so many women and i hope everybody buys it Thanks. and reads it and then it's um, on
1: amazon and barnes and noble yeah i was right gonna now. say you could,
0: they can pre-order it right now right yeah
1: well from what i've been told uh if you order it they're shipping it now oh wow yeah so it's so basically buy it now you can buy it
0: now oh my god
1: leave a review on amazon yes <laughs> everybody
0: buy it leave a review i'll tell you what i'll do i'm gonna put up a link on motherhood where you can go and buy jill's book but i'll also put up information um, linking to her website and the CBS segments as well. So you guys can find out more about her and about her life. This is truly, I'm not even kidding when I say she's one of my closest friends in oh, the mommy world. And I love her mutual. so much. And I'm so proud of you. I have loved watching this transformation and your book come to life. This is so great. Thank you. Um, Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you so much. I'm going to cry. Don't I'm cry. So Don't cry. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody, Jill and I are probably going to sit here and talk some Mac. Uh <laughs> have a little girl sesh when I sign off. Have a great week, you guys. Remember I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama Funny
1: Balls. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com.
0: Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply.